We're terrible. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> awful, awful people. And that's the end of the podcast. So friend <laughs> signing on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're terrible people and we all deserve to die. Uh, the playoffs coming up. Yeah, starting fifty-eight win season. Couldn't hit sixty. Couldn't even tie though. There was, a, there was a couple of fluke games. Yeah, a couple, no. Uh, Jeremy Lamb fluke games. Oh, <laughs> oh, I saw something the other day on Instagram that was like, it was like, uh, forget Lebronto or Lebronto is out, Lambronto is in. Oh god! I was like. Oh. Man. God damn! Yeah, he screwed us over a couple times. Yeah, yeah. No, Leaf, Leafy and I uh, <clears throat> talk about Raptors sometimes. Like, sure he was like the only person actually at hockey. I lied on that. Yeah, basketball yeah well. at work that I actually ever. Man, everyone else in there ripped on basketball so, so much, man. Yeah. Well, like, it's a hockey story. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, like, I mean, they explains rip it. On <clears throat> other than hockey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like basketball especially was bad because like soccer too though. Yeah, but to the point we would put soccer on and leave it on That's and watch true. it, and yes, they wouldn't would care. Basketball Anytime on. basketball came on, anyone was like, "Can we get this shit off? Like, stop!" Like, calm down. Was it kind of just like teasing or joking around because you guys are in a hockey store? Or they just legitimately they didn't legitimately like don't basketball? want to watch basketball. Really? Yeah, it was just like annoying. Yeah, yeah, it was just annoying, and they're just like basketball. Is so-. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you like baseball. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Like, you watch you baseball, talking? not basketball. Like, you're well, that's that's a little reasonable. Working yeah. in a hockey store, a lot of hockey players don't really watch basketball. I know, yeah. but it's so annoying. I'm like, like they just rip and rip and rip, and I'm like, yeah, but like the talent level and the athleticism and things like that are significantly more than some of. The, not to say that there's not that in baseball or in other sports, but in basketball, it's so much higher, and there's such a crazy like specific talent that it takes to be good at basketball. And yes, the height obviously helps, <laughs> but yes. like you need to be so good with yeah, certain you things. You can't just be tall and be good at basketball. It's not just. No. Basketball. And you need to be like, for the most part, there's certain exceptions, but for the most part, even those like unathletic guys still are athletic. Yeah. Like they're still good. Say. Right. Whereas like baseball, some guys don't have to be athletic in good shape but they could just hit a ball really hard yeah. like get their weight behind it yeah take it absolutely. off right and then like hey guess what what's your position my position is to literally hit the ball i'm a designated hitter yeah yeah like even if you're like the 13th guy on a basketball team you you're still if you're getting minutes yeah. you still have to be like in shape you still have to be athletic you still need to be precise the precision that it takes in basketball and also like the damage that it does on your body because here's like basketball is probably the out of the major four basketball is probably the third softest in the sense of like 
the aggression and physicality that way. Yeah. Like hockey and football, obviously, just like we are like barbarians out there. Like you're just hitting head on head contact. You're yeah. like putting knives on your feet and skating around. Yeah. Like it's it's meant to be aggressive. Yeah. Basketball, there's a finesse to the game, but there is still an aggression to it. Yeah, but guys don't get like concussions or stuff like they don't get that like deeper head injury stuff. But I always argue with people. I'm like, I don't know that there's a single game that messes up your ligaments and your like joints as bad. Especially the stop and start, stop the squeeze, 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 squeeze. Like anytime you hear that on a court, it's just like all I hear is like. Like ACL, MCL, ACL, MCL, Achilles, just like slit, 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 because it's a constant that stop and start, quick motion changes, just shredding apart your body. Like what? How old was he when he retired? Forty? I don't think he was forty. I don't even think he was forty. I think he was thirty-nine. Thirty-nine, I believe. Thirty-eight. Thirty. Well, he was drafted when he was seventeen, right? He was. He was. Oh no, he was like thirty-eight then, because he was drafted when he was seventeen and he had a twenty-year career, right? Thirty-seven, maybe thirty-eight. Yeah, but his body was like, and his was like back. It's a back stuff, and like his body was just sore. And that's like crazy workouts every single day. Like you're not taking any days off, even in the summer. In the off season, you might take a couple weeks off. That's it. But every single day, you're working your body. Yeah, and workout whether it's putting up shots or lifting weights or in the gym doing runs. It's every single day. So. Mm -hmm takes a toll on your body for sure joints knees for sure yeah yeah well i mean you've got sorry we should probably mention like chev's in in with us today this is chatting with friends oh, episode yeah. four. Oh, <laughs> it's me are we recording <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah this entire time what did you think we were just not talking that's why i went like this that's why i went like this move in yeah yeah um did you start it when we were still yeah when we were talking about okay. talking okay so yeah i've nice. had a recording this entire time um yeah, so Kobe retired in 2016. So that's three years ago. It was that long? Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess so. And yeah. he's he only 40 years. now. He'll be 41 in August. Oh. So he was... Oh, shit. Yeah, he was 37 when he retired. He was turning 38 that summer. How old but is Vince now? Vince is 41. 41, He's the I oldest so. player in the league, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Chatting with Friends, episode four, uh, Louie and Leaf here, and Chev is in with us. What's up, guys? It's Chevy here. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we're just figuring out topics, but we'll talk some basketball and maybe just venture off and talk about other stuff and what have you. Um, yep. Speaking of age, Jamal, not Jamal Murray, Jamal Crawford, mm. yesterday, 51 points. Did he? I did yep. not see that. I think... Uh, I saw that he's the first. Well, first of all, I think he's the oldest player ever to drop at least fifty points. That's wild. But he's also the first player, I believe, to drop at least fifty on four different teams, which is unreal. No, that can't seem right. No, that's a crazy stat. No, because AI's AI's highest score against every team. No, no, no. On, while being on four different yeah. teams, not against four different yeah. teams. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I thought you said against four. No. I'm like, that's not. I, I feel like <laughs> no one else has done that, right? That's no. Crazy. Well, he's he's jumped ac across the league for 
mm-hmm. for years, almost his whole career. Yeah, he's well, he's like the ultimate. I feel like Lou Williams took over for him as yeah, like the much. ultimate six man, right? Pretty much. Like it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm a scorer off the bench, and I can just drop as much as I want any given night. And now that's like Lou's position, right? Like, yeah, because he's. Crawford's a thousand years old or whatever. <laughs> Vince is forty-two right now. He Damn, turned forty-two man. in January. Um, he still wants to play another year, doesn't he? Yeah, and he he could. Yeah, he, he totally could. He could coming off the bench, obviously, right? Yeah, like course. as he is, and not he's not putting up twenty-five minutes a game, but even getting him out there for ten to fifteen minutes it's a game. Worth it, I feel like, yeah. And just like the he's he's a guy that's crazy to me because like, I mean, have you ever seen the Vinsanity doc? The like no, one about him in Toronto taking over type thing, like, like I know a country full in love with him, and then him being forced to leave, basically, right? Yeah. But like, also then the whole blow up of him leaving. And honestly, like documentaries are so biased as is, like whatever their point is. That the, like, there's no unbiased documentaries. Like, I want to show both sides of this story. Like, yeah. always, right? It's like, we want you to feel a certain way. Yeah, there's an agenda for sure. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. <clears throat> that documentary, though, like, definitely leaves you being like, man, I can't help but feel one, like, hate that I wasn't into it or, like, of the age that, like, I could really focus on it Yeah. Uh, when he was here. And then, two, like, he was a really good guy. Like he loved Toronto. He loved he. Everyone that talks like, oh, he hated on it. Like he wanted out. Yeah. He wanted. I'm like, no, man, that's not the case. Like he want when he wanted out was because we turned. Yeah, exactly. On, like we forced him out essentially. Like, yeah. I'm like, and it, for stupid reason, the one thing that one of the biggest criticisms that always comes up <clears throat> from when he was in Toronto was uh, playoffs. It was. Like one of the biggest games was a game seven or game six or something like oh, of the playoffs. Sure. Are you talking about when he went to his graduation? Yeah, he went to his yeah. graduation the night before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he had the night before he went to his college graduation. First of all, not many pro athletes graduate college. Yeah, exactly. Period. Secondly, like he had made a promise to his mother. She had said, asked him, like, no matter what happens, no matter how far you make it, promise me that you will graduate. Yeah. Promise me that we will go to your grad. This, like, that's, as a mama's boy, like, that's, you can't break that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like, there's some people that you can, like, break promises to yeah. in life, and it's like, eh, whatever. And, like, maybe you shouldn't, but it's not that bit. But, like, mom is a, mom's a tough one. Yeah, most of those guys are. Don't break their mom's promises. Yeah. Oh. A lot of them, you could, man, a lot of those guys love their moms and they're like open about it. Yeah. What, what's the first thing that any, like, like most, not any, but most like pro athletes, like rappers, stuff like that, the fir- especially of black culture, like, yeah, it's the like the first thing that they say is like, what are you going to do? Like now that you got some money, it's like, well, I'm going to buy my mom's house or I'm going to buy my mom an Escalade. Yeah. And it's like every single one of them is like, first thing that they think of, I got to, I got to give back to mom. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, that that's cool. Like especially if whether or not they had a father figure or not, it's still mom first, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, my mom. Yeah, because she was always there. She was always taking me to practice. She was always like pushing me. She was always supportive of me chasing this like music dream. She was always supportive of me chasing sports. Like she went out of her way 
to make sure that I was happy. And then, like, in this situation, like, mom was looking out. Yeah. Vince's mom wanted him to make sure that he got an education. Of course, of course. And, like, listen, like, graduate. Yeah. And then do whatever it is. Like, go pro or not, whatever. Yeah. But just promise me that you get that education. Well, so he's like, this kid loves his mom. Yeah, I'm going to... You... Put a gun to my head and tell me not to do that, like not to go to my graduation. I'm still gonna find a way to go. Yeah. In that situation, yeah, no chance. I I hated that. That's the criticism that people say, like, oh, like it's because he went to the game or went to his graduation the night before the big game. I'm like, Toronto sports fans kind of suck for that though. They did the same shit with uh, Phil Kessel. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Kessel never said anything bad about the city his first year that they won the cup in Pittsburgh, the first year that he got traded yep he brought the cup they get the cup for one day of the summer yep one day of the summer and he brought it to toronto, toronto. not to where's he from minnesota minnesota yeah or yeah minneapolis as a whole yeah he took it to toronto not minneapolis yeah. like i'm sure he probably went to minneapolis after but he did bring it back here yeah celebrate here yeah. Because he lived here, he loved here. Which is crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt, like, Subban bringing it back to Montreal, too. He'd bring it back to the Children's Hospital yeah. in Montreal. Yeah. I don't know that he'd bring it to, like, like Montreal. Montreal. Oh, <laughs> He's like, I'm going to the, the Children's city. Hospital, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were you going to say, Shay? Um, probably nothing about Vince. the hockey. I don't know. No, oh, no, 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 Vince, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, um, yeah back, backtracking to that, he still went to that game, right? Yeah, he went, and he, I think yeah. he played well, too. Like, I don't think yeah. that he he played like shit. I'm pretty sure that he still had a decent game. I think that they lost, and, like, maybe he was tight, whatever. Yeah. But it is, it's such bullshit, man. Like, yeah. I guess so Fans annoyed with really that. I can't criticize that, I don't think, no. in my opinion, anyway. I mean, like, if, if a player is going to maybe lose sleep because maybe they're nervous the day before a big playoff game, and what are they going to bash that player because they didn't sleep that much? Like it's, yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Well, sports it, fans suck though for that. It's idea. different. Yeah. We're, not, we're not empathetic at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the whole thing with um with Cat Carl Anthony Towns came this year, right? Like he was on playing PUBG. Is that what that game's called? The he's playing the video game with Ben Simmons. And did you not see anything about no. that this year? So like <laughs> no. they were playing a video game and like they were staying up late playing whatever messing around and then he's like hey don't you play tomorrow like ben simmons oh, said to him and he's like this. he's like yeah we got memphis or something like that like <laughs> oh it's fine yeah and then he kept playing and like stayed up late and then like people were kind of like judging but then he did i think he had like a stupid good game like, like i think still he, killed it yeah, yeah i think he put up like stupid numbers that game but still people even though he did well and they won the game i'm pretty sure and like he crushed them people were still criticizing like oh he needs to like grow up and stop being like and i'm like okay he's playing video games he's staying up late doing that like whatever anyone does that i have that i could do that tonight i don't know like yeah. but there's a difference between criticizing that and then criticizing like oh like he his priorities aren't straight because he went to his college graduation a promise that he made to his mother the day that he like he committed like yeah yeah. I think it was more of just a small amount of fans <clears throat> were criticizing it and then the whole kind of Raptors community built it up 
yeah. built it up and kind of just made it so much more extra than it actually was. And then it became a headline. That's how anything yeah, I feel like works, huge. right? Like yeah. I feel like any any like criticism stuff like that starts small and then just build and like the media doesn't help like the media is the worst for that stuff because they're yes. like they get one thing about it and then they blow it up and they're like, Oh, like this yeah. is why and then also as a fan base, especially sports, I feel like is worse than anything. But <clears throat> and like we're sports fans. Like I'm a massive sports fan. You yeah, guys both yeah. know me for a long time. But like I and I work in media and I've always wanted to work in like sports media as well, which is ironic because That's as long as I've wanted to, I've also have always said to people like, I hate sports media because it's the worst form of media. We sports media like goes out, finds something like that, focuses on it and then throws it out and be like, this is what you guys should pay attention to. Yeah. Not like, Oh, look at how good he's done this or because it's all, controversy and figuring that out right man sports media sports media plays a huge part i find in like just the fans perception of their teams and their players for sure absolutely just what they read yeah it's like oh this like okay so this is going back to hockey for a second but so i saw a headline on uh (laughs) yeah yeah but like i saw a headline on tsn today that said uh jonathan drew reflects on his poor season after recording career (laughs) highs and points I was like, "What kind of headline is that?" Like yeah. he, so you just acknowledge that he got his career high in points, but he had a bad season. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just making funny. something out of nothing. Like, yeah. and it's funny because, I mean, Stephen A. Smith is Nick Wright. Like, they're all basketball analyst guys, whatever, yeah. and they're like super well known super well like respected in this in the basketball world type <laughs> Stephen A. Smith <laughs> well like he's he's, he's like, knowledgeable but he's very biased that's the thing but yeah. they also like contradict themselves so much yeah. like Skip is terrible for that yeah. like they they say one thing then they contradict themselves and then they also backpedal on things right like and they it's like you and I talking about stuff and just like two guys at a bar talking about at the beginning of the season or in the last off season, like, oh, the Lakers are gonna threaten the Warriors like for the Western Conference title, blah blah blah. Like, look, the best player in the world's there. Like, that's basically what Nick Wright was saying. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the f- season finishes and immediate backpedal. Like, well, they didn't help him out. Like the same in hockey, the same argument happens all the time with Connor McDavid. Like, he's the best player in the world. I'm like, I still don't think so. And I'm like, but also, they're like, nobody's helping him. I'm like, Leon Drasseidel is the first Oiler to score 50 goals in 30 years. No other talent is on that team. Yeah. Mind you, he's doing it not on McDavid's line for most of the year. Yeah. And people will argue, like, he's better because of McDavid. I'm like, bullshit, he's better because and of those McDavid. Are, those, both those players are, are on like, real hockey players. Yeah, they don't even play on the same line. And the same thing with... Uh, basketball is like people will be like, oh, LeBron's the best player in the world, and like, yes, he's the mo- he's probably still the best player in the world right now. Whatever, from no, his defense has definitely gotten lackluster, but like, he's just it seems, and this is an issue that I've always had with LeBron, and I've always said this is his mental side of the game is always just lackluster to me. What do you mean by that? Like when I think of the best players in a generation mm-hmm. i think of like michael jordan obviously who yeah. widely is known as like one of the most competitive people of all time right and he's definitely one of the most talented players and uh 
and this is the thing what makes Michael Jordan the greatest is like he's not the most talented player but he has that other side of it there's more than just like the stats there's more than just oh, the intangibles entertaining basketball player of all time he's <laughs> is crazy like and he but he was so competitive to be good and be great and be even better than that and be the best that like one of the greatest things I've ever seen was hearing Michael Jordan say that the media, the sports media, criticized his defensive play. Well, like, oh yeah, he's a great scorer, whatever. He's very athletic, but like he's he's not good at defense. And then the next year, he went out and won the Defensive Player of the Year. Why? Because he could. Yeah. LeBron James has never won Defensive Player of the Year, and he probably will never win Defensive Player of the Year, no, especially with how his defense currently is. But he definitely has the physical attributes to win Defensive Player of the Year. He's a monster, yeah. It's the mental side of the game that he lacks, that he doesn't go, oh, like, I'm, I'm going to take that criticism and build on it, and I'm going to use it as fuel. I'm going to fight and be like, oh, you don't think that I can win Defensive Player of the Year? Like, you, don't, you think that my defense is shit... I mean, no, like it's like he hears that and then he's like, oh, they think my defense is shit. Okay, I'll play even shittier defense. To me, this is all subjective because that's all what any sort of, uh, especially sports-based is. But to me, I've always said that. And then the next generation for me was like Kobe, right? Like yeah. one of the most iconic players of all time. Nobody has a mentality like Kobe. He like played good D. He always played good D, yeah. but people like to rip on his D. They say that he's a selfish player. He's the all-time leader in assists in Lakers history. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what? the arguments that people make against these guys is so, like, falsified and lacking evidence, and it kills me because I'm like, that's why do you say that? And then someone, will, people Paul Pierce, it? this just happened. Paul Pierce with the Dwayne Wade thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then did you see the video of him get like getting the stats read to him? Like, Oh like, <laughs> yeah. His eight, all, all NBA first teams to your four, like his, this to your, that his, this to your, that. And he's just like, so defeated because like they sports media guys say something outlandish with no real evidence because it's just subjective and it's how they feel but they say something that like can kind of be proven and then it, they it's get proven and they're just like oh I, I don't know like they start backpedaling yeah. and it kills me it kills me every time because I don't I think LeBron's the most talented athletic specimen that we've ever seen in the game of basketball could be in sports ever yeah like are you only sports <laughs> yeah. ever yeah, but it's more than that there's little things and mental side of it has to do with huge and saying it is different than seeing it if that makes sense oh yeah because it just like he just came out recently and was like oh like i'm always gonna be championship mentality i'm always gonna yeah but like you i could say that i could say anything i want Mm -hmm. you gotta show it though and prove it and if you're gonna be championship mentality that mentality needs to understand what you need to do better to make your team better, to bring them to that next level, to defeat the Warriors, to defeat the Rockets, to defeat the Bucks, to defeat the Raptors. I mean, it's LeBron and the Raptors, so that one might be. But still, like defeating those top-tier teams that like really 
contend, right? Because it frustrates me when he says, I'm always championship mentality, I'm going to bring it. And then it's like, okay, what could you do better to make your team win? Like, play defense, period. Like, better defense, play some sort of consistent D. Like, help your younger Yes, they're young. That team, I think, finished with as good, if not better of a record last year than what they did this year, the Lakers team. It was about the same, if not better, even. Like, it's... This season? Last season. Last season? I'm not sure. I think... I I know, know, like, near the end of the season... I think it was like in February one day, they had the exact same record that same day of the year. Oh, really? And wow. I'm like, that's terrible. That, yeah. no one ever it might have even been March. Yeah. I think it might have yeah. even been in March. And I was like, that's brutal. Like, you've the, you yeah. added the best player in the world and you lost Julius Randle. You lost... D'Angelo this, Russell. Well, no, yeah. they didn't have D'Angelo the year prior. Oh, oh. Okay, he was on Brooklyn. Right? Yeah, they got rid of That's D'Angelo crazy. the year okay. prior to that, when, or the mm. offseason. Okay. Wow, prior. that was that long ago, though? Yeah. I think it was in the offseason, because they, they, well, they drafted Lonzo. Yeah, yeah. And oh, then right. they traded D'Angelo. Or they right. traded D'Angelo, then drafted Lonzo. One of the two, I can't quite remember. But he was already gone. So it's, you can't even blame it on that. Still have Ingram, Kuzma, and Lonzo, a year older, a year more veteran, a year more size, a year more skill, should be better. Well, LeBron's there four years, right? And that's his contract. Yeah, it was. It's only year one. He, I think he has bigger plans other than just winning this year, um, and that involves bringing other players in, other players like one hundred percent. Yeah, because LeBron does that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just attracts all those superstars, right? Like as soon as he left the Cavaliers last year, came to the Lakers. It's like Rondo's joining the Lakers, and Lance Stevenson is joining the Lakers. JaVale McGee is joining the Lakers. Everyone, right? Yeah. Um, he's that type of player. He's got a huge influence on the league, and everyone wants to go where he's going. Um, but as, as going back to his abilities and lack of defense, I think it's a matter of what he's trying to do offensively. Like, he's just unreal offensively. I think he's <coughs> the greatest player, in my opinion, ever. Um, <laughs> a lot of individuals may disagree with that. Um, but I think it's because of what he facilitates offensively. Like he sees the court from left side to right side all the time. He knows what's going on. He knows everyone's place. He knows where everyone needs to be, even if, even if they don't need, even if they don't know where they are. Um, but I think that's what makes him the best player in the league, best player ever, at least, um, because he can rebound. He's got the size for it, right? He can get those assists because he's reading the defense while reading his own offense. Um, and he can obviously score. He can drive. He can shoot. He can do everything. So that's my uh, my take on, on him. Obviously, the defense does lack. Um, but I think it's because he's just exerting most of his energy offensively. Well, he did in his prime. He's obviously on... Downswing, kind of, yeah. Yeah, he's on the downswing of his career now. So he's kind of... I think he'll come back strong back. next year, though. I wouldn't be surprised to see LeBron have a crazy year next year. Yeah, I, I, oh, I yeah. can see it. Depending 100%. On who yeah. But there's something to be said about, and I mean, albeit brought teams that probably didn't deserve to make the finals to the finals yep. Yep. eight years in a row. I mean, not every team, obviously. That Miami team 
and actually even that Cleveland team oh, with, Kyrie and with the yeah. addition of him and then Kyrie and Caleb, yeah. like they deserve to be there for sure. Um, so like those teams deserve to be there. They were good teams and everything. They had talent, but they were always threats. And then comes to a team with a little less talent, but there's he still had talent around him. Like yeah, they're just young. But the thing is, is like help them. You're the greatest arguably mind in the game today and arguably all time in the aspect of like you said what you see what you know about the game of basketball help them learn that like be a teacher as much as you are a player right like be that good help someone else be better yeah he's gonna phase into that point in his career too i think though yeah right because that's i don't know i don't think it comes naturally to everybody i think he's gonna figure it after a while like oh shit like i gotta pass the torch here well, the right. thing with him, too, is like you said, Chev, is like the best vision of the court, like offensive side and everything. He's, yeah. He knows so much. He's so intelligent that way about the game. And then add on the aspect that he's, like I said, probably the most talented player ever to play the game. But there's a difference to me, again, because it's all subjective, but there's a difference to me between talent and like great like the greatest of all time versus the most talented of all time yeah, aren't the same different arguments they're like, not yeah. the same because like in hockey the best and especially with the vision thing and like the understanding of that offensive side of things when you look at it in hockey Wayne Gretzky hands down has the best vision any player's ever had yeah yeah he sees the ice better than anyone he could literally I saw him in an interview one time he said uh they were talking about where they like to sit when watching a game. The interviewer is like, oh, mine's like center ice, like 15 rows up. I can see the full ice. Like, what about yours, Wayne? And he's like, I like to sit down front row on the glass in the bottom corner of the rink. And he's like, laughs. And he's like, oh, why? He's like, because what I see there is as good, if not better than what you see at center ice 15 rows up. And it's true. He always saw the game better. He knew the game smarter. There's like an old, I think it's true, the old like wives tale essentially type thing, like where he used to as a kid sit there with one of those like ice, whatever, like you draw out plays like you would on a court uh, for coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, one of those clipboards? Yeah, yeah clipboards yeah. with like the picture of the court or picture yeah. of the ice. He used to watch hockey games and just follow the puck everywhere that it would go on the board with like a marker and it would just like help understand like how the game's played like how people see the game it makes him understand the opponent and what they're doing therefore he knows the game better yeah and he's best vision but in my opinion again controversial opinion because a lot of people are like Wayne Gretzky's the greatest of all time look at all the stats and I'm like stats don't prove shit yeah I'm like, and it kills me because the same people who will be like, Wayne Gretzky's the greatest of all time will be like, LeBron's the greatest of all time, or like, Michael's the greatest of all time. And I'll be like, why is Wayne the best? ripped on him for the LeBron thing. He just went right in. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they'll say like that, and then I'll be like, no, but even Jordan, they'll be like, or or they'll say Jordan's the greatest of all time. But I'm like, why is Wayne the greatest of all time in hockey? They're like, well, look at the stats. And then I'll be like, okay, they'll be like, no one's touching his points. I'm like, Okay, you know that Jordan and LeBron are not the leading scorer of all time. Yeah. Like Kareem is. Yeah. yeah. Like it's 
it kills me that people are like, like, oh, like this, this person's the greatest because of their stats. Yeah. And then in another sport, they're like, the double standard. They don't think of Kareem. I'm like, you can't, yeah, you can't think that way one way and not the other. It kills me that way. And I'm like, but even regardless, if you look at football, probably the greatest mind about seeing everything, the greatest vision from an offensive side of things is Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is not the greatest of all time. He's the greatest vision of all time. He's probably the most intelligent that way from a on-field standpoint from the offensive side, but he's just not the greatest of all time. It kills me because, and LeBron's the same way to me. And I don't think I'll ever think differently. I think that he's at this point in his career, he can get the points record. He can get whatever he wants, like stat wise. I think he's too late in his career and has pushed me away as an individual fan of the game. He's pushed me away to the point where I'm like, yeah, you're never going to be there because he's never had that mentality. And for me, again, subjectively speaking, for me, mentality is the biggest thing. Like, that's why at times I'm like, I I honestly don't, like rank Kobe possibly so better. I was going to say that. Like, you think Kobe's the greatest of all time then? I, I think it's still Jordan. But Kobe was like, like Jordan 2.0, right? Like, yeah, in terms of intensity. like Yeah. 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 It's like, but again, yeah, you hear the Kobe practice stories, for like, sure. oh, yeah, Kobe's, nuts, I think yeah. Kobe's mentality toward working greatness, and his work yeah. ethic is the greatest of all time. I don't think that like that gets topped even by Jordan, but I think that Jordan's competitiveness and his ability to show it on the court and come through that way. Yeah. Is what pushes in him. In terms of what you're talking like intangibles, no one had more than Michael Jordan. Mm. Right. Like, when you want to look beyond the stats, like, Michael Jordan had more than just stats. Yeah. All the way. There's a reason he's the most marketable athlete of all time. Mm-hmm. Right? Anything to add? No. <laughs> no. I'm sticking with LeBron. I know. I'm not, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to change anyone's mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah no, I, I wish you doubled down. It's like, no, nah, you're an <laughs> idiot, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, you moron. <laughs> I was like, that's it. Which one's your mic? I'm shutting it off. Um, <laughs> no, but you, you can have a great mentality but not be a great player yes like yeah, you can yeah. you can be like 100 percent a complete role player have better work ethic than and everyone than everyone time. yeah <laughs> and just go completely be unseen yeah so that's why to me it's not really all about um your mindset it's not all about it's mentality f- it's about both it, it is uh, yeah yeah it's yeah. capitalizing on both because if if you gave LeBron, Jordan, or Kobe's mindset, he's hands down no argument at all. Like, this isn't even a conversation. The greatest player of all time, arguably in any sport. Yeah, he's so physically dominant. He's the most talented player, I think, ever. Yeah. From an overall talent standpoint, his, like, physical buildup his work ethic to stay in that shape is crazy that's the thing that kills me his work ethic to stay in shape so that his body yeah yeah, he works so hard in the gym but he doesn't it doesn't come through or work that hard on the court from like an overall standpoint he doesn't go and put up a thousand shots free throws type thing and i mean maybe he does and it just like i'm just saying that right now but i'm saying how like you hear about the Kobe practice stories. Yeah, you don't hear the same LeBron practice. No, for sure. No, but but that that could be just style of play as well. 
I mean, like you're working so hard, you're putting up a thousand shots a day because maybe you're shooting a lot in the game. You're putting up maybe 20, 20 shots a game, 25 shots a game. LeBron doesn't do that all the time. He's always driving, right? He's not going to put up a thousand shots or waste his time putting up a thousand yeah. shots every single night when he could be doing something better. He could just be lifting, right? And like you said, his, his body is just unreal. And to maintain that body oh, yeah. for so long, like a lot of the players in his draft class are retiring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's still... I mean, in his draft class too, he came out of high school. Well, well, yeah. Like Dwayne's retiring, but Dwayne did a couple years. I did. He didn't finish college. No, I think Marquette, I think he... But wait, he was in his... No, I think he did more than that. Go on, keep talking. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look up at least what age he was when he got drafted. Yeah, well, like, LeBron's just starting to decline, right? Yeah. And there's players who were drafted in the same year as him who Who have finished declining. Yeah, they're done. They were done, like, years ago, or they're just finishing, or they're just completely on the bench right now. But LeBron is still so damn dominant um, for his age, and his body is just still in tip-top shape. LeBron's going to be 35 this year, but his birthday's December 30th. Yeah. So it's the end of this, like barely. Yeah. Um, whereas D Wade is 37. Mm-hmm. Kobe's okay. age. So he's, yeah, like he's Back the same down, age yeah. that Kobe was when he retired. 37. Yeah. Right? So, and I mean, like injuries obviously attest to it. Whereas LeBron has had injuries, but not like. Really, ser- as far as I yeah, can no, recall, I don't think he's really had like serious injuries, right? No, he's had ones that where he misses a couple games here and there. Yeah, and this is also like on top of it, we're now in a state of the league where certain guys take rest time, and LeBron is one of those guys. Yeah, which is again another ridiculous thing to me. Yeah, that seems crazy to me. Yeah, that seems nuts. And it's just that mentality. You see it of lesser players, where it's like, why would I like, like, why would I rest? Like, why would I? That are still in the league. You see it in older guys, like AI and like, like Kobe and stuff like. Like, unless I'm hurt and can't play or I'm shouldn't, yeah. I'm playing. And even yeah. when I am hurt, I'm playing. I find that's, that's soft. I find the rest games like. Yeah, I, I agree soft. with that. And LeBron, though, has played through pain in the past and everything. He's also now, and it's probably going to help him stay at that shape longer so that he can play till he's 40. But it also frustrates me where I'm like, if he only plays 60 to 65 games in a year, say, because he's resting the other 15 to 20, I'm like... Yeah. Imagine the best player in the world on a team that finished whatever it was for an additional 20 games. I'd say at least 10 of them should be wins. At least 10. If you're the best player in the world, at least 10 of them. In a game like basketball too, where the best player in the world can take over and play 30-plus minutes of a 40-minute game, like you should be able to take over. No doubt. But in a game like hockey where there's line changes and stuff or football where it's such a large yeah. amount of people and one player can get lost sometimes, I think basketball is the truest sport for, like, one person can take over and dumb. And, like, basically win you a game. Yeah. yeah. 
when Kobe scored 81 points, oh, yeah, say, if yeah. they didn't win that game, like, like Devin Booker scoring 70 points on a loss yeah, that's is one of the most ridiculous, ridiculous. things that I've ever yeah. And yeah, it's like crazy. Everyone's like, oh, he's 20 years old. Whatever. No, they shouldn't have lost. It's no. still, how do you score 70 points? Like, were you literally out there alone is it's what I'm nuts. wondering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the only guy who shot in that game. Like, that's where I'm like, that's a that's Harlem Globetrotter shit. Like, from the other side. Like, oh, he's the only guy that we let shoot this game. Exactly, yeah. And then, yeah, we'll win if he's the only one that shoots. Yeah. yeah. And they lose. He scores 70 points. The other, the other, like, how many guys on average play in a game? I'd say maybe 10 get minutes. Maybe yeah. 8 to 10. 8 to 10, yeah. eight to ten get minutes for yeah. sure. So even if it's 8, even if you go to the lowest number, 8, the other seven guys should at least score 30 points cumulatively. What did they finish with that game? And they should... Uh, I can't remember. I'm going to look that up. But yeah, that stuff kills me with the like rest games and like stuff like that. Because if you're the best player in the world, like you can benefit your team even more. And I'm never going to argue anyone with the fact that LeBron's the most talented or the mo- LeBron's like the craziest fitness or his, and yes, his game stuff like that. Like why would he put up a thousand shots if he's not a shooter? Well, one, because if you're the best player in the world and you know that you're already good at that thing, get better at things that you're not as good at. Exactly. If you're not so a you're even better. One. Yeah. Yeah. So that you're even better. Right. If you're, if you're an inside scorer and a driving scorer, like threat, like get deep threat. Because then you're unpredictable. You have the ability to drive in. You're never, especially with the shape that he stays in, he's never not going to have the ability to drive and overpower someone. He doesn't need to necessarily, sure, certain moves down in the post, but the actual driving aspect, you don't need to work on that. As long as he has his control of the ball, his size, that's where going to the gym helps. Absolutely. To stay in fit shape. Yeah. Work on your shot, and if you don't want to work on your shot, work on what you know is the most criticized and worst part of your game, defense. And it's not even the aspect that he's not a good defender. It's the aspect of the lack of try. Yeah, exactly. And to say, oh, he's so wound up and and like focused on what he can do on the offensive side of the ball is so ridiculous because it comes back to hockey. I think you're honed in for the entire duration of being on the court Mm -hmm. if you have that mentality you have to play a full 200 yeah you have to understand one of the most annoying things in hockey is when yeah playing you see a guy just lingering in the neutral zone waiting doesn't come back to his own defensive zone doesn't come all the way back doesn't even like try one of the funniest clips of all time i've ever seen in basketball is still seeing lebron james just kick at someone 20 feet away from him <laughs> he just like threw his leg i'm like yeah. that's not yeah. defense but it, it could be a matter of just like his method of playing the game i mean he's he's been to the finals how many years in a row eight, oh, it's eight. eight. it was eight, 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 years, eight years, in years in a row i'm pretty sure so he i mean so so did james jones uh james jones <laughs> <laughs> james jones yeah um he, he's probably not going to try and change what's been working it's eight years in a row like how unreal is that um, so he's he's exerting all his energy on offense, and obviously he's kind of trusting his defense to stop the ball from getting in the basket, um, and so he can do what he needs to do on offense. 
and that's obviously been working for him. And so he probably doesn't feel the need to try and improve his defense. Um, but that's also of that's also trying to get good defensive players on his team as well, which I don't think he had in Los Angeles this year. So just um, despite their length and players that they took in, they just weren't able to do it. But I think I think next year when he draws in other players, if I think no, I think he will. He's he's still that name. He's still LeBron I know, Rogers, right? he's still but Paul George, Paul George didn't go, and he knew that he was going there. Yeah, Paul George stayed in Oklahoma City. Yeah, but Kawhi, he's hopefully still there with Westbrook. Wood I would stay. love to play with yeah. Russ, Russell Westbrook as well. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about an anomaly of a physical specimen? Yeah, I mean, you talk about oh, he can score, he can get rebounds, he can get assists. Russell Westbrook and every again this is another thing where everyone always likes to whenever someone succeeds they always like to criticize they got, they got shit to talk yeah. and I'm like of yeah that's just sports it's never gonna yeah end. I'm never gonna argue that LeBron is an amazing scorer I'm never gonna argue that he exerts himself to a maximum the uh, thing that I will argue is defense for me individual players don't like you shouldn't be like oh well I don't need to play D because I have those two other guys that can play D Defense, you can have mediocre individual defensive players with a great defense if it's a team defense. I don't think it's him just choosing not to play defense. Well, in certain situations. Well, well yeah. And because we see explosive, amazing well. defensive situations that he's done. Yeah. yeah. And we're yeah. like, oh, that's something that you can do? <laughs> and then you see other ones like the kick. Well, <laughs> yeah. But I, it also depends on the situation he's in as well. Like, if it's a playoff game, of course he's going to play defense. He's not going to kick his leg out when that player is the other side of the court he's going to play defense he's going to play hard because it's playoff like there's playoff mode lebron and then there's a regular season mode lebron right he, he says it himself so when that playoff run comes he's playing defense if they make and, the playoffs well yeah <laughs> but but there's a difference between the regular season and playoffs yeah if they make it i again that's another thing that frustrates me though with it is but it's year one yes but, like, why is there a difference between playoff mode? Yes, I agree that playoff well, mode LeBron should be... Sports, like, I, I agree that playoff mode should be higher. Of course. But why... I feel like his playoff mode, he's like... When he says that, is like, well, regular season doesn't really matter as much. Like, I can take nights off. Whereas, like, a Jordan or a Kobe, like, I'm never taking nights off. I'm yeah. treating it always the next game. Like, like more and more need to be better need to be better stuff like that i'm treating it like this game is important and then the final buzzer goes and it's like immediately from that point it's like okay what's next game what did i do wrong what can i do better i need to be better 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 type thing or play as good always and then playoffs hit and it's like oh now i need to be even better than that whereas like lebron i feel like certain things in the regular season like you said he gets very complacent with what i think He's always had these natural physical gifts that he natural in the sense that he had natural at a point, and then he works to keep it. Like he works so hard to oh, keep. Oh yeah, like he's his, got crazy genetics, but at the same time, he's had to like work hard to get the full yeah. potential out of them. Yeah. But I feel like he relies on that and gets very complacent through the regular season, and he explodes sometimes. Where it's like, oh, that's LeBron. Yeah. And then when he doesn't. And he plays lackluster or something. Nobody really criticizes. 
Nobody's really like, oh, whatever. Like, everyone's like, mm, this is what it is. But yeah. he's not trying to every single game get better and be better. He just is like, the playoff, yeah, I'll do it when the playoffs come. It's like. <laughs> do you think that's of late in his career or their duration? I think it's definitely career? been more so as he's more gotten later. Yeah, yeah. But I still think it's within the last couple of years. I would say the last sure. three. Yeah, I agree. Whereas, like, like I was watching this video the other day of uh, Kobe, and he was talking in an interview, and he was saying uh, the aspect of he was never trying to be the best, but he wanted to always be the best of his, or bring out the best of his potential. Yep. He didn't care about comparing himself to other people. He wanted to be the best of what he believed was his potential capitalize on that bring that out the best right and i'm like i just like we know what lebron's potential was and is still but i we see it sometimes where he does that but it's not all the time whereas i feel like with a guy like kobe or jordan was all the time it was on the court off the court in the game during whistles offensive defensive whatever it is over like you want to talk about overexertion? Play a game with the flu and carry your team to a victory. Yeah. When your literally body is fighting you, your mind has to outwork your body yeah. because your body is trying to fight you down. Yeah, I feel like the guys with the craziest work ethic have the crazy stories like that. Yeah. Right? Like the game that they played despite having the flu or, you know, playing through this one thing and still carrying their team. Even though it was a random game in February, you know? Just like, ah, shit, you know, I got to play this game. Yeah. There's one of my favorite things of uh, Kobe's was I heard a story one time about, I can't remember who the player was that they were interviewing, but he was talking about it, and he said, oh, we were playing the Lakers, we were in town, whatever. Uh, I thought, like, oh, like, I'm going to go to the gym a couple hours early, get in some shots. He's like, I get there and I go in and I and I uh, go to the change room, whatever, and I come out and Kobe's already on the court shooting and doing yeah. stuff, working. And he's like, I worked out for an hour and a half on that court for the game, getting in shots, doing stuff, plays, whatnot. For an hour and a half, Kobe was out there the entire time doing the same, if not better. I left, went back to the change room, showered, changed, half an hour passed about that walked away and still saw Kobe out there doing it yeah and he was probably out there for another half hour he's like at the game I talked to him and said like oh man I saw you were out there for a while like what were you doing and he's like oh by the way he put up 60 on us that night or 50 and he's like uh at the game after I think he said that he asked him like yeah man you were out there for a while like I got there and you were still there like why were you why were you out there so long? And Kobe's response to him was, I saw you come in and I wasn't about to let you overwork me, like outwork me. I wasn't going to let you think, like I, I wanted you to leave being like, oh, nothing, no matter how hard I work, Kobe will always work harder. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the shit that gets me. Again, from a subjective standpoint, <laughs> that's the shit that I'm like, when you have that physical capability, the skill set, and then you add in the work ethic, 
that competitiveness. But that's a different level. That's that's great. Like I agree. Like I think that's greatness. You know. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Those Talent are, is different than greatness. Those are the stories you hear. Like that's that's amazing that Kobe does that. But LeBron could be doing the same thing. You just haven't heard about it yet. And would it make you change your mind about LeBron if you hear that? Hear because that it doesn't shine through to his game. For me, again, it doesn't shine through to his game the same way. Okay, but what if he does have that mindset that he's working hard every single night, he's doing this, he's doing that, trying to make his game better, but it doesn't portray on the court? Is he, Does that still make you feel that he's not great? Like, I, I know, I know you... Think he's great, right? Yeah, so, of course. Yeah, he's, do, yeah would you, like, this, would you debate like that? LeBron is one of the greats because I oh, would say absolutely, LeBron's one of the greats. Hundred percent. He's like I said. He's honestly, I think he's a top five for sure. Without oh, a easily, doubt. Well, easily, close. hands like, down. I don't think anyone no, no, should no ever doubt, argue. No doubt. Anyone that argues that, that I think is out of their mind. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think if I think. Not yeah, with clarify, my heart. Like, it seems like you're like fighting it hard. So I'm just like, if I you, think you, you not with my good, heart, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. If I think not with my heart, yeah, it's Jordan then LeBron. If and I wait, sorry, that's with with your heart or without. With your, okay, okay. With my heart, Kobe surpasses LeBron, and LeBron's probably third. Yeah, and that's uh, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. And again, that's like me. My internal struggle always is like, it's like, ah, do I let my heart have? Because again, like my heart desires, like, oh, nothing beats that Kobe mentality. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Jordan still beats it because he had almost as good of Kobe mentality, and then add in everything else that he could do. But it for me, like, if that's the case, if I find out down the road, like LeBron did all this, then at that point, to me, I would think, oh. LeBron wasn't as good as we all thought then. There was a cap that nobody knew was there. Because at least right now, I think there is no cap for LeBron. I don't think there's a ceiling. I think there's caps for pretty much every single other player of all time. Are you talking about like abilities? Like his physical abilities? What they can do from an overall standpoint. And there's a cap that's not there for LeBron. It's, It's endless. It's an open ceiling. It's an it's a stadium no, no, with no roof. Bodies don't work that way. You have a genetic ceiling, my friend. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> but that's what I think right now in the aspect of, oh, LeBron hasn't hit that potential because he doesn't have that mindset. He doesn't have that okay. yeah, mentality. Maybe okay, maybe he yeah. always has a cap, but I think that it's significantly higher than anyone else's that's okay. ever played the game. Like including but Kobe and Jordan. Are you in the gym with LeBron? Do you know how hard he works? No, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like right now I think he has this cap that's above anyone else significantly. Yeah. And then if I find out how hard he works is and I know that he works super hard in the gym. I'm not going to take anything away from LeBron that way. I think that there's something to a mental side of the game that you can't learn or teach and it sucks because if LeBron I don't think LeBron has the same competitive sorry, competitive spirit as a lot of other guys. That's yeah. all it is. And that's not to say he's not competitive. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's exceptionally competitive. Yeah, and has a crazy desire to win all the time, and is pissed off when he doesn't. Yeah, you know, I think he kind of just shakes it off, which is a compliment in itself. I think that's great. Oh, think, it's great. Yeah. I think he's a great pro. He's very stoic and dealing with losses and stuff, but he doesn't. 
it doesn't actually anger him to the, his core. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to win the next game and prove everything. Yeah, like if I Jordan lost a game of go fish, that. if Jordan lost a game of go fish against his child <laughs> at three uh, years old, like he would literally, <laughs> he might not talk to his kid for a week. He might be like, honey, you got the, you got to get this kid away from me. I'm about to hit it. Like get it away from me. I'm about to hit it. <laughs> That's hilarious. If Kobe lost a uh, game of go fish against his child, Kobe might not be like that. But Kobe then, for the next three weeks, would be studying Go Fish. <laughs> be playing against, like, the computer. Be doing everything that he can to be better. And then come back and be like, we're going again. If LeBron lost a game against Go of Go Fish to his kid, he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like, and, then, and there's something to say about that. That's, that's, but you can't teach that. No, I, that, that's a great way to put it. I agree with that. Yeah, you can't train it. You can't work hard at it. It's either you have it or you don't. And it's unfortunate because if you gave that mentality, if, if LeBron was born with it and raised with it and groomed that in the aspect that that's what he had, there's this isn't a conversation. We would not be talking about this because it would be like, of course, LeBron, of course LeBron's the greatest of all time because he had that. But I think right now, and if I find out that he does those crazy stories, like I was saying, there's a cap that was so high and it just dropped a lot for me because now I'm like, oh, he can't. He physically, mentally, more importantly, cannot show through. Like he's playing at his best whenever mm -hmm. he goes out. Mm -hmm. But right now I think that his best is unknown. I mean, he's probably past it, but I yeah, think that there was a greater him okay. that we didn't get because he just lacked that mentality that if he had that mentality and again it has nothing to do with work ethic it has nothing to do with uh the aspect of like it's that mental side that you're either you either have or you don't yeah you're that's like fair. that's fair like leadership too there's and i'm not going to say anything about him with leadership uh but like there's certain guys that you either have that leadership quality and everyone leads differently but like Ray Lewis is one of the greatest leaders in sports history, mm -hmm. hands down. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Baltimore fan. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I think he'll agree on that. Yeah, hands yeah. down, he's one of the greatest leaders in sports history. He can get the most out of his players and his team because of his leading by example and leading off the field, right? Like in the locker room and leading on the field, stuff like that. But some players that are just great that you like think like oh they're the captain of this team they don't have that maybe they get a little bit out maybe they can do it well enough but they don't get the same or there's guys where you're like oh who's the if you ask like who's the captain of this team usually it's like oh the like face of the franchise like the best player but then it's like who's the leader of this team and sometimes it's like in hockey you're like oh it's a fourth line guy he just he can lead he can lead yeah in the locker room and gets the most out of us. He's the one that gets us like hyped and going or like, Oh, it's yeah. It's our sixth man is the one that really gets us go something yeah. like that. Right. And some people have it. Some people don't. And it sucks because you can't, you can always get better taking shots. You can always get better by working on footwork. You can always get better all those things, but you can never get better with your competitiveness mentality of is, it, is this if you have it or not yeah you either have it or you don't 
and I just don't see it with LeBron, and therefore I will likely never think he's the greatest of all time. Okay. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. Yeah. All right. All right. Whatever. <laughs> no, and that's that's the thing that's great. That's the thing that's great too is like, like it's not an argument. I that's whenever people are like, oh, the argument. I'm like, it's not really. I don't an know, argument. man. It sounds like an argument to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's not really an argument because I'm not trying to. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna be like. No, no, no. I know. I'm just gonna say that's my opinion. Yeah, your opinion, and if you want to associate being the goat with um, having that mindset as well, then that's what you believe in. And to me also, I never watched much to, much of Michael Jordan play. Like, I was way too young to watch him, in his prime at least. Oh, we I, I, like, we, we were, weren't even yeah, born. Definitely, right? Yeah. So um, I can't really justify any, any of what I'm saying, really, because I haven't really seen him play. The tough thing I think is... Yeah, there's gonna be some old school cats that would say you can't forget about Magic. You can't forget about Larry. Oh, like, La- yeah. Larry's one of the craziest people I've ever. You know what I mean? Like so, like, like there's some people would listen to this and be like, "You guys don't know anything." Yeah. Because like you didn't see those guys play. And yeah. Be like I don't know what to say to that because you're right. You're <laughs> right. I'm, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. I'm see. I'm kind of an anomaly like that because that's a fair argument. That is a very fair argument, right? Like especially to bring it up and say like, "Listen, I can't really touch on that because." I never saw it. I didn't watch it. Whereas I'm like the anomaly because even though of our age and I never saw Jordan play, like we were literally by the time he retired, we were yeah. six. All we really can see are like we, we look at the stats, we look at the records, we see the championships, you see the best highlights of him. But like I'm talking about, we never really seen a full season of him yeah. play throughout his entire career. So you can't really see how he played on I get the court, that. his work ethic while he played. Well, of course you see it during yeah. certain games, but see, I at beginning of the season to the end of the season. Where like one person might watch like five highlight videos. I watch like in depth, like hour long, like 20 videos. Yeah. He watches games like he's like, yeah, like literally April, where I'm April, like, April 5th, 1987. Like that's the I thing. The full I, I watch, I watch like, there's like six documentaries. I watch all of them. Like, yeah, but those are showing yes. the best of Michael Jordan. You're not seeing. Well, documentaries also, his documentaries leg, also like to did, fall, like show the fall and show the down so that the ups are that much bigger. Yeah. It's all storytelling that way. Yeah. But I'll watch like, I'll go down like deep rabbit holes of like, Oh, I've already seen those highlights. Like I've already seen stuff like that, right? Like I'll find things like that where, and then also too, just like seeing specific things. And sometimes stats come into play. Obviously, you can't ignore stats. Yeah. I don't use it as my end all be all, ever. But I, yeah, I'll go down like rabbit holes of like, well, what more can I learn about this? Yeah, no, I've I've done that's stuff like that before as well. Just down on YouTube, always. It's like you, know, you just see all the related videos and you just click yeah, on all of them. Yeah, <laughs> and you end up on the dark side of YouTube. <laughs> you know, all this very bizarre stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, LeBron James eating weird food. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Talking of Larry, one of my favorite stories of it, like this is one of the funniest things I've ever heard too because that's a dude that like, I think I know what you're going to bring up. Oh, uh, I, th- I think I've said game? it to you a number of times. Yeah. His left-handed <laughs> yeah. game. Have you ever heard about that? No, no. So like Larry, in my mind, again, like I feel like players are different greats. They're greatest at this, greatest at this, great. But then yeah. it's just like the greatest of all time as a whole is MJ. 
But uh, Jackson, of course, is what I'm talking about. Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, no, like Larry is widely known as one of the greatest like trash talkers of all time. Yeah. And like he was another guy that like was just, it was funny because he was so good but such a dick about how good he was. Mm-hmm. Because he had a game that one specific game, I can't remember who it was, I can't remember the exact stats, but I know he had said before, like, I'm going to play this whole game left-handed. He's right-handed dominant. He's like, I'm going to play this whole game left-handed. And he played the entire game left-handed, shooting threes, driving, like, doing post moves, every single shot left-handed. And I think he put up, like, 40-some-odd points. He put up 40-something, yeah. 47, I think. That's stupid, man. You know Why? Because he could and he knew that he was better than those other guys. Yeah. And it's the same thing where Jordan... It's embarrassing, you know, if someone does yeah. that to you. He dropped 47. Yeah. That's Crazy. insane. Unreal, yep. Yeah, with his left hand because he was like, I can. Like, I can. I'm that much better than... And that's that competitive thing that you can't really teach. And, like, that's a competitiveness thing. And I think that competitiveness in sports, too, has dropped significantly, especially basketball, I find from back then to like now. Oh yeah. I feel so like I back then it was for fun. there was so much trash yeah. talk. There was yeah. so much competitiveness on the court where guys weren't as talented, they weren't as athletic, they couldn't do as much as they can today. But there's that competitiveness of But like, now everyone's such good friends off the court, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is a good I think it's cool. I think that's awesome. I love the beef is. as a, like whenever I see beef in basketball, I'm like, yeah, this is good for the game. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with the calls that refs make nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. technicals here, yeah, technicals exactly. there for like the slightest comment. It's ridiculous, in my opinion. No, I agree. It's softened the game so much. Like players are easily like point guards, the smallest point guards are driving to the net. If that was in like the 80s, there's no way they're going to be brave enough to drive into the net because they're just getting destroyed. Yeah. There. They're getting hit, they're getting bodied. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, it, it's definitely changed in the past 20 years. And it and, sucks. Yeah. And I mean, people adapt to the game, obviously, right? Yeah. I still think that there's a select few that would still have gone through. And yeah, they get hit and get some physical things, but they'd be right up and like, yeah. like there's some straight. There's some, be throwing, there's be some straight up gangsters that play in the league. Currently? Yeah. Like yeah. 2 Chains' most recent album, Rapper Go to the League, is so like such an amazing title to me. I love it and I'm like yo that's a hilarious title to be honest mm-hmm. like I'm like because that's true for a lot of a lot of black kids yeah I'm like it's like you want to make it you're rapping or going to the league yeah especially if you have some sort of physical gift that way like that's actually a, that's based off a Dave Chappelle joke I don't know if you know is that. it yeah it's like from one of the oh one of his, yeah one of, his, one of the stand-ups from like 2000 I like think. way back yeah and it was and he was just like yeah I want when I'm famous I want to go to the hood and I want to tell those kids, you know, if you really want to make it, kids just like me, learn how to play basketball or rap because that's the only way. That's <laughs> the only way. <laughs> I'm an anomaly. <laughs> I'm I'm one in a motherfucking million. <laughs> I am not. Don't try to be me. Yeah. I just watched uh, Killer Mike's show on Netflix. Is Have it good? I haven't seen that. I yet. liked it a lot actually. Yeah. yeah uh, it seemed pretty interesting. Trigger warning. Yeah. And it's it's funny, man. Like he and also like. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's and also like, sick, man. He's a sick rapper. And his, yeah. 
what I love about him too in that is like he shows such a respect. He's he's not one sided. He's not like biased. He's not like a dick towards things. He shows such a respect to the people that need to be respectful, right? Like, yeah. I mean, his rap partner, the other one in uh, Run the Jewels. Do you know what his name is off oh, the top? Um, I can't remember. Some was it P something P? I can't remember. I don't know, but he's he's awesome though too. Yeah, and uh, he. The first episode is Mike, uh, Killer Mike trying to only spend money in the black community for three days yeah, yeah. straight. And the whole concept of it was sick because it's he's comparing nowadays to back when there was a lot of segregation and a lot of like, oh, uh, like black only grocery stores, black only that like where black people couldn't go into white grocery stores or white harbors or white any of that. So the dollar in the black community would end up circulating through the black community a lot better and staying with them, which then in turn helped those businesses continue to elevate. Whereas now, apparently like the number the stat was like in the white community, the dollar stays in the white community for like 21 days. In the Mexican community, it's like 23. In another community, it's like 20 something, like Asian community, I think. It's like 20 some odd. And in the black community, it's six. Because hmm. there's not as many black businesses yep. because the black dollar gets cycled out to the white, Asian, Mexican, like Spanish communities. So he's like, I'm going to try and only do this. And it's so hard. But it's so funny because he's like hanging out with his buddy and he's his uh, rap partner who's white. And, like, he uses the word ally, which I love. Ally? Ally. Yeah. Which is, like, white people, people of other races that, like, understand, like, work toward it. Like, they're, like, true. I think how people should be. Right? Like, they're, like, about just equality and, like, just people being good people, essentially. And it's, like, okay, yeah, no, I understand. Like, I'm understand your pain i'm not going to pretend that i know what your culture has been through but like i understand that i need to respect that and like i want to support you and be with you but it's also hilarious because he goes out for like food and he gets like chicken or like ribs and <laughs> chicken and stuff and he can't wait to eat it he hadn't eaten like all day and they had a show the next day or something and he uh and he goes to eat it, and just as he's, like, about to eat it, his rap partner was like, oh, you better hope this is from a uh, from a black, like, meat supplier. And immediately he's just like, motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> is, it, is this from a black market, like a black meat producer? And he's just like, uh, no, no, it's from white. And he's like, God Damn, why the fuck would you say that just as I'm about to eat it? <laughs> he's just like, can I get a to-go box? And it's so funny, but he's also so chill with, like, he doesn't hate on anyone, right? He yeah. hates on people for being closed-minded, but so he yeah. he's so respectful. He doesn't assume, which is awesome. He doesn't assume, like, oh, you're closed-minded because you're white. You're He's like, oh, you're closed-minded because you're being closed-minded. Yeah. Or you're close my, or you're this or that because you like you're racist because you're being racist. Mm -hmm. Not you're racist because of something that I don't know about you, which I loved. And I'm like, yo, like Killer Mike is cool honestly, dude. I just want to be his friend. Cool dude. 
I'm like, I just want to be around him. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, just, just hang out. Just yeah. say hi. I'm just like, what's up, man? You're I'm an ally. <laughs> I'm an ally, bro. You're Killer Mike. I'm doing a podcast. You want to you wanna chat with yeah. me? Yeah. It's funny because I listened to his podcast. Uh, he was on, um, I think it was Rogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, like around the time that training, uh, Trigger Warning came out and I listened to it and I loved it and was like, yo, this guy's really like smart and really yeah, like yeah. I actually discovered him things. during the the presidential campaign because he was like on Bernie Sanders yeah. uh, campaign team, which is shocking to me. But I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. He's, Bernie um, Sanders of all people, Killer Mike. It's so funny. He's pretty awesome. Um. Yeah, no, I, I just liked that whole, like, thing. I think that you'd like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, check that out. And you probably would. I haven't even heard of the show. I, it's on Netflix. Sounds like I should get into it. Yeah, it's yeah. called Trigger Warning. And, like, every, I think it's six episodes, so it's not a hard watch. And I oh, think okay. they're only half hour. He um, hashtagged, uh, so, like, he posted on Instagram, and he, like, um, clicked, like, one of his hashtags was hashtag Trigger Warning because it's the name of the show. Uh, and I looked at the comments, and people were like, okay, just just everyone reading this, do not click the hashtag Trigger Warning. So obviously I clicked the hashtag. <laughs> yeah, you just had to. I was like, oh, really? Why not? And like, when you click it, it's just like, are you sure you want to view this content? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, that's never happened to me on Instagram before. But you click it and it's like, it's the most, it's the craziest shit, man. Really? It's like, yeah, it's like wow. people like cutting themselves and shit. Wow. Yeah, it's intense. Wow. I was like, whoa, whoa, trigger warning. Yikes. <laughs> EIP. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. EIP is uh, the the white guy in Run the Jewels. Yeah, like, ah, and yeah. what's awesome too is like he, um, he doesn't. Like, I was telling another buddy about it, and he was like, "Oh, is it like all like it's all about like black culture, right? And like focusing on that and stuff." And kind of like, so, and I'm like, "Not really, really." I'm like, honestly, the first episode is, I was like about keeping the dollar in the black economy mm-hmm. and just showing that. And he ends that. It's funny because I was watching that episode and going, "Man, like." I feel like, like, I feel like I could do something to help, right? Like, I'm <laughs> as weird as that sounds, like, I'm like, I'm like, man, like, I, I feel like I should, like, because that's something that you don't think about. Where it's like, oh, Everything. is this a black owned business? Is yeah. it, like, is this, like, black owned? Is this, like, black, whatever? And, like, looking into that and go, I'm like, I could, I could do that. Like, yeah. if I just found out, like, because I don't know, I don't ask if it's white, black, Asian, Hispanic owned, whatever. I'm like, but if I just found out, like, oh, this place is black owned and I liked it and like, or I liked it as much as I like other places, I would be like, I have no problem going there. I might as well Just support help. it. Yeah, yeah, may as well support it, right? Mm-hmm. And if I found that out, I'm like, yeah, that would be something I could do. And I'm like, it would be weird for a white guy to walk into a building and be like, is this black owned? <laughs> Probably wouldn't <laughs> say it with that aggressive tone. <laughs> but even then, if even if I walked in and was like, oh, excuse me, is this uh, black owned? They'd be like, what the fuck does this little yeah. white guy want to I'd have to go with you. I'd be like, I go <laughs> with Chev. Sir. Uh, <laughs> I go with Chev. I'd be like, Chev, can you ask? <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if you're fine established or does, uh, is it white <laughs> or black owned? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then at the end of the episode, he says like, oh, we need, like, if we want to get the black economy to elevate and be better and like not always like so poor in a lot of markets like we need help from beyond us we need like our allies our white allies coming through and i was like that 
that's me. That's you, man. I'm like, I'm on that ally, bro. Um, <laughs> it's me. Like, hashtag ally. Yeah, it me. it's me, Brando. Um, <laughs> and then, like, the next episode is just about education. It's not about anything to do with culture, not about white, black, anything. It's just about education and the aspect of, like, maybe don't have such high dreams. <laughs> like, it's like, learn a skill. Just know how to do things. Like, why, even if you just have a job, like a business job, whatever, Monday to Friday, nine to five, why are you not learning how to do your own plumbing or work on your own car or this? Yeah, yeah. Why do you, like, stuff like that? And I'm like, that's really interesting too. And he talks to children in, like, the first grade, and then he talks to adults that work Monday to Friday, stuff like that. Um, and then he has a couple other episodes. Again, they're all unrelated. Yeah. But they all kind of loop together in the finale, which is really cool. The mm-hmm. other, like, five uh, yeah. weeks. One of the coolest episodes was uh, he works with the Crips to, like, help them market. They they make a soda, and they want to market the soda, and they bring it to, like, establishments. And they're like, oh, sorry, like a, a Crip soda? It's called Crippacola. That's hilarious. And they're like, uh, no, we, we can't. We're not going to stop. And they're like, why not? And his like thing, one of the things that he said was like, you can buy Hell's Angels branded stuff. Yeah. Why can't you, which is like a terrible, pretty crazy game. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then it's like, well, why can't you do the same with the Crips or the Bloods? And then he works with that. And then he does like a soda testing thing. And that part broke my heart because you see four like big black Crips behind uh, like two way mirror glass watching this like focus group of all these like soda heads like that love soda drinking it and being like yeah that's that's delicious soda that's good i like it it's good soda mm-hmm. and then they reveal that it's Cola, and they're like like so would you buy it and they're like uh, no no i don't i don't think people should be able to buy it I'm like well why not you just said that you like it and they're like people will be getting killed over buying a soda and blah 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 and like literally you witness the heartbreak in these crips eyes as this moment happens they're just like, man nobody's gi-. like literally just like if their heart if their eyes could speak it would be like nobody's giving us a shot because yeah. we're crips like and then one of the crips says like a lot of people don't realize like there's dudes like ceos that are crips there's dudes with phds that are crips yeah yeah like the crips and the bloods are their, their fraternity like their street fraternity there there's bad obviously situations and then there's supposed to chill a lot yeah. that are just like just want didn't have anyone and that's their like family and i'm like man that made me like crazy like look at it a different way and i'm just like oh and literally i said to my buddy i'm like i was watching it and as i'm watching it, i go oh this is how Muslims feel about terrorists probably like in the aspect of like how a lot of other cultures and people mm-hmm. immediately be like brown Muslim terrorist and it's like but I'm not yeah, yeah. like we're not there there's those people and then like even worse to just assume like like other religions and cultures similar to Muslims like mm-hmm. Sikhs and stuff like that immediately it's like oh now you're a terrorist just because you're brown generalization yeah yeah Yeah, now you're a terrorist just because you're brown whereas now it's like 
criminal thug that way, like a murderer type, because you're black. And I'm like, oh, humanity is terrible. Mm. I was like, we are terrible people. You've gotten grim, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we're terrible. Yeah. It's yeah. awful, awful people. And that's the end of the podcast. So, friends <laughs> signing on. <laughs> it's like we're terrible people, and we all deserve to die. Bye. <laughs> um, it's like, whoa! What was that podcast about? LeBron James and the terrible sins yeah. of the humanity. <laughs> um, back to basketball, real quick, because we—I do want to talk briefly about. We're at one twenty, just right now. Another. Well, that's like a, a good length. Yeah, yeah. you want to go like another ten, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Capital. So we'll close out full circle on raps because uh, raps in Orlando. I just found out. No. Yeah, we're playing Orlando first round. Really? Yeah. Detroit clinched oh, that eight spot. Nice. But um, I think that limits Siakam a little bit because there's Jonathan Isaac, right? John, am I saying that right? Yeah. Jonathan yeah, Isaac. Jonathan he, Isaac. He guards him pretty well. It's a good matchup. But we also have Kawhi. Yeah, which, exactly. Which, which should be fine. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm not worried about yeah. that. Yeah, that's a that's a good matchup. We can get our, our playoff legs under us, hopefully, and uh, hopefully go through. Try to get her done in 5-6, yeah. Yeah, get yeah. our legs under us and just continue on and focus through, right? Um. Yeah. Talking of Kawhi, what do you guys think? You think he's gonna stay? Oh, who knows, man! Like it's, it's, it looks like he's gonna now, right? It, like as of late, it seemed like he's gonna stay. But yeah. honestly, with that dude, you who the never fuck knows, know. Man. He seems such a, like such a out there guy that like you could just decide, like, yeah, actually, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can be like a last second call for him yeah. too, or like he he could have known from the beginning of the season yep. and just stuck with his decision. Yeah, it's he's that type of dude. You never know. Well, a lot of people thought that was PG, right? Like, where it was like, oh, no, we all know, we know. And then, like, he shocked and literally shocked the world. <laughs> like, we were like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're staying? But, like, I feel like PG, even going into the offseason, had less people thinking, like, he might stay. And that might just be me thinking that because we're, we're Raptors fans, because we're Canadian. Yeah. Just being like, oh, like, he, he might stay because we want him to stay. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly think that more people are talking about the possibility of Kawhi staying in Toronto yeah. than people were PG staying in Oklahoma. I agree. Definitely. With that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also sure. think it's a bigger, bigger deal. Oh. Like more people are talking about it. Bigger market, yeah. bigger yeah. like team. And Toronto's become a pretty big deal. Contender, like year yeah. after year, like contender. People definitely in the aspect of like they they could make it sure. this year, they could break through. Whereas like Oklahoma City is like struggling to make the playoffs. I know. And yeah. then, but they have such talent that you're like, yeah, as long as they make it there, they can make some. They, they, they could do, do some damage, damage but yeah, they're absolutely. never gonna like every time you're like, I still don't think that they're gonna get past Golden State. Whereas no. like with Toronto, it's like. They might be Golden State, and again, that might just be the Canadian market, the Canadian media, well, it's us just kind of, it's fans kind of being like hopeful. Right. Yeah. But like, if, if you look the at year, their yeah. team and like, you look at <laughs> previous things, you're like, they could do it. They could do it. And we have home court advantage if we make finals. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. True. that's huge. Golden State. And True. Yeah. yeah, we. I think us and uh, Milwaukee have. Yeah. Home. Well, obviously Milwaukee, best team yeah. in the league, have uh, home court advantage against anyone in the West. Yeah, because Golden State finished first, right? And they did they tie our? Did they finish fifty eight? Yeah, fifty eight wins as well. But we but we beat them. Yeah, played them twice. We beat them both games. I think so. One game I went to was unreal overtime game. Yeah, I know that they won um, against them. Was crazy because we didn't have Kawhi. 
I think it was. We yeah. didn't have Kawhi, and they had all four. Yeah. And we still beat them. Yeah, that was, that and I was, was like before DeMarcus came back. And I was like, are you shitting me right now? Yeah. Like, we didn't have our best player, and we beat the Warriors with Steph, Clay, Katie, and Draymond. Mm-hmm. And yeah, DeMarcus obviously changes things, but still, like, they're beatable. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely a little bit vulnerable and more than it ever. Shows yeah. with Demarcus, like Demarcus was. I'm a warrior now. Everyone was freaking out, right? But offensively, they're really good, very talented. Oh, yeah. But defensively, I think with the addition of Demarcus Cousins, it kind of slows them down because they they usually have like an athletic, a quick big, other than Zaza, <laughs> who they had before, who took out Kawhi actually. Um, but they're used to that that quick big defensively, who's not really offensive dominant like Demarcus is. Well, yeah, DeMarcus they had Javale. Yeah, they had Javale last year, who's yeah. always like lean, quick, athletic. Yeah. So the opposing teams can they can run the pick and roll probably pretty well with Demarcus guarding them. I think so. There is vulnerability, and I think we do have a shot if we make it to the finals. I'm worried about Milwaukee. And I'm worried about Detroit in the East. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're playing each other, so it's either, it's either or. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. One of them's gonna knock each other out. The next but, round is gonna be the big one, I think, too. Though, yeah. Round two. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Milwaukee. I. They're. I think. They're still hyped up a little too much. I think so too. I just worry about how easily they handled us in the regular season. Yeah, but that's the regular season. Scenario. Yeah. They don't have different. much if at all any playoff experience. So yeah. it's all new to them. We have that experience. We have Kawhi who's been there. I still think Giannis is playing on a different level though. Yes. Where like yes. he doesn't even care that it's it's all one big year to him. I know? agree. Yeah. And he's just going to continue playing this level, whether or not other guys changes, shine man. through. Sometimes the playoffs hit, and it's completely different. Yep. Same yeah, thing with DeMar. DeMar. Yeah. Yep. DeMar had an unreal season a couple of seasons ago with us in playoffs, and he didn't do that great. He's mediocre. Yeah. Larry yeah. as well. So we'll just have it to wait and see. It happens often, man. Yeah. yeah. I really, again, I really hope Kawhi says, I think he might. This is a city that, like I said at the top of the pod, is like people fall in love with it vince fell in love with it yeah right like for sure phil in for the leafs fell in love with it like people come to toronto think like oh toronto it's cold yeah it's getting cooler and cooler too right like there's a lot more notable names in all all facets yeah especially like from a music standpoint yeah we were just talking about rapper go to the league and (laughs) funny joke i heard uh recently was i can't remember who it was but like a comedian or something said like it might not it might have been like a rapper or a ball player or something was like every rapper wants to be a basketball player and every basketball player wants to be a rapper that's yeah. true yeah where they're like oh i can rap and like every bas- every rapper is like i can ball yeah and you're like yeah you Unless can you're ball Tory Lanez. have you seen him shoot yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so probably bad. shoots like me <laughs> no worse oh worse that's than worse. me bro oh, yeah I once was playing a game of pickup. <laughs> I once was. This is how much I hate shooting in basketball. Because, like, I mean, you've played with me messing around and whatnot. Yeah. You, I mean, size and athleticism, you kick my ass and you can shoot. I just, I had my knee operation and I still beat you. I mean, I was, I was letting you win, <laughs> okay, obviously. Sure, I wasn't sure. going to beat a cripple. Okay. What? Whatever you Come say, on. My I'm a monster, but I'm not that bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant monster in terms of like talent. Just like, yeah, man. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a, a horrible. I mean, I'm a yeah. horrible person. I'm a horrible person, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not like pure evil incarnate. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will say though, I I love like I'll d up. I'm I'm like you, a classic. I cannot bash your defense. You yeah. you play. You have that mindset. You have that mentality. Tenacity. Oh yeah, yeah that's defense. my any sport. Any sport. That. Yeah. Any sport is defense. Lines. I'm like mm, like I'll lock down because I know I'm not good at other things. Yeah. And I'm I'm like classic white guy college player. It's like you're that hands, oh, bro. Like defense and and shooting. Except I can't shoot. Yeah. And I I'm such a bad shooter. And it just I I feel like Markov Fultz when I shoot now. I feel like when I was young, I used to know how to shoot to an extent, but now I'm like, if I shoot, it just feels weird. And I'm like, no. So I just don't. So I was playing pickup one time when I was in school and uh, buddy and I went to the gym, played some pickup with a bunch of guys and literally like, I didn't shoot the entire game other than layups. I'll do layups. I'll drive stuff like that. Addition passes playing D and I uh, was like, like, overtime essentially it was like all right this next basket wins type thing i got the ball and i was wide open inside the three like i was it was a mid-range two and i'm like caught it and nobody was on me they're like shoot and i was like and i stopped and legitimately looked i was like nah man i'm not gonna shoot i'm like i i'm not i'm not a shooter i don't shoot they're like what do you mean nobody's on shoot and like the d2 (laughs) was like i'm not i'm not gonna like shoot go ahead i'm not gonna come at you and I'm like, I 100% am not going to score if I shoot this. And they're like, go ahead, shoot, like shoot. And I'm just like, uh, and I shot and it felt awkward and felt horrible. And I banked it in, obviously called My bank. Dog. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I was baffled that it went in. I was like, yeah. that, no, I was like, that's not a thing that happens, guys. Don't expect it. Um, Cause I'm don't like, hype it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't shoot, man. Like, you know, it's like shooters going to shoot. I'm like, Defensive player is gonna D, <laughs> like I'm going D up. Maybe get teched out. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm gonna get teed up. I don't know. <laughs> like that's it. Like I'm like I'm not a shooter at all. I would I would rather drive the lane at five foot nine and like not in great shape. Uh, I would rather drive the lane on someone of your height and physical athletic abilities and basketball knowledge and abilities and try to like play in the post <laughs> against you. Who has a five inch, maybe more? No, six inch. Maybe. Are you six three? Six. Yeah, in ball shoes, six three. Yeah, so six inch. <laughs> in ball shoes. So we'll say six inch uh, height advantage, amongst other things, six inch advantage. Uh, <laughs> six. <laughs> advantage. What's the difference? <laughs> well, he's black, you know. <laughs> Why you're, you're, sure. you're, 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 you're here first, folks. He's That's black. just girth. That's just girth I'm talking about. Um, no. Genetic ceiling and all. Six, <laughs> ad, six ad, advantage in girth. <laughs> Wide dick, man. No, um, no, so like I would rather drive and play like the lane game and play the post game against you yeah. than like shoot an open three. And I'm like, yeah. It's not. I was like, "There's zero chance that it's going in, and I'm gonna feel awkward doing it. It's gonna look horrible, probably, and it's probably just gonna be an air ball. <laughs> I ain't doing it." Yeah, that's to make that's to better your team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah looking out for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. but that, that is that makes you great. I, we gotta get in the gym. You got out of you, and same with LeBron does the same thing as well. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a full circle. Um, yeah. All right. Um, before we before we go, uh, so yay or nay, Kawhi staying? Think with your head, not your heart. Shit. Oh, head. Head, not your heart. Which one? <laughs> the intelligent one. So your penis. Um, <laughs> think with your head, not your heart. LeBron or er, Kawhi staying in Toronto? Yay or nay, Chef? Damn, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll say mine. Yes, I, I th- I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes too. I'm gonna say yes if we make a deep playoff run. What's deep? Okay, second round, third. That's no, why no, I think the second, second round is crucial. If yeah. he loses in the second round, I don't think he stays. I think if, he stays if, regardless. Yeah. If as long as they don't get like swept this round, like. Which wouldn't happen. Yeah. If we make Eastern Finals, he stays. If we make, if we don't, yeah, I buy that then too. He gone. Okay. Um. But I, I don't think he should. I don't. I, th- I just don't think it's logical for him to go to the West. No, I mean, because he's what he's twenty seven, twenty eight. Yep, yeah, like he's that. in his prime. He's in his prime. Right? he's in his prime years. He wants to win some more titles. So why go to the West when you got like just dominant you got the here? Lakers. Yeah. You got Houston. You got Golden State. So it's just so dominant, heavy, mm-hmm. player wise. Uh, West. Question two. Yep. Before we go. Um, Realistic, (laughs) no, it's just in in this brain hole. Um, Realistic percentage, the Raps win the NBA title this year. Realistic, again, your head, not your heart. Um, I'll give it a 25. That's pretty good, 16 teams. They have a quarter percentage. Who has the greatest percentage? And what is it? I still got to give it to Golden State. And what's their percentage? 40. 40, so that's 65% made up right there. And then the others... Yeah. I would say there's 10 other teams that realistically have percentages that are over 1%. Yeah. And then there's like maybe four teams that are just 1% type thing. I very much agree with the leave. Yeah. It's 25%. I don't know. 25%. For the Raps, 40% for the Golden State. Yeah. 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 I'd say around that 20, 20% range, which is still high. Yeah. High uh, percentage. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with those odds. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think, yeah. I think out of the East, the Raps have the greatest chance of winning the nba title especially if they make it to the nba yeah title. man that's yeah. the thing like i think if they make it to the finals they absolutely could win yeah i, mean, I would yeah. actually expect them i think i think that we can beat any team in the west yeah the teams that concern me most are teams in the east mm. it's mainly just milwaukee and detroit that's yeah but too, it's <laughs> which is ironic because it's, it's the so, first in the yeah, eighth place so and i'm like but it's true yeah but and, and in the finals, if we make it, home court advantage is huge, Massive. which we do have. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh, we have a wild, wild home court advantage. Like yeah, you know Drake will be there for every game. Yeah. yeah we'll just tell him to put on. We'll tell him to put on uh, the other team's jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another yeah, question for you guys though before we go, um, Kawhi. Back to Kawhi. He's played, I think, sixty games this season. Yeah. So he's missed twenty two, um, and those were for rest purposes, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Do you think he's 100% going into the playoffs? I I don't think anyone's ever 100% going but, into but the playoffs. I, but I would consider him close for sure. Very close. Yeah. 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 I'd say I'd say like even the elite of the elite like best shape guys that aren't coming off injuries and stuff like that um by the end of the season no one's 100% you're 100% going into the season, right? And even then, that's not always the case. So by the end of a 60-game, 80-game season, yep. no one's ever 100%. I think that if what the maximum is 
is say like a guy, someone who hasn't really been hurt this year and not really missed any games and played most of the season and has no real like nagging injuries because they're always going to have some sort of nagging stuff. Even that guy's cap is probably like 95. Yeah. Right? I'd yeah. say that Kawhi is definitely above 80. Yeah. 85. I think he's up there. I think he's sure. good to go. Because yeah. your yeah. fatigue wears you down a bit by the end of the season, right? Yeah. Then there's but that rested, playoff so mentality where you get that. Sure. Yeah. Where you get that playoff mentality where you turn that switch and you're like, oh, no, like, I'm going to fight through it. I'm going to get through it. Yep. Yeah. So. And a couple of games ago, uh, Nick Nurse, a post game interview, he was saying that. He noticed Kawhi doing things that he wasn't doing yeah. during the entire season, like chasing loose balls. Um, he's doing that now, so that's it's ramping it up. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely something. That's the way I think it should be too. Yeah. That's the way I think it should be too. No guy should ever go into the playoffs, the postseason, being like, oh, "I'm going to turn that. I'm going to turn that dial once we're there." No, no, it should be like, like you know, like those last ten games of the season. Yeah, start like turning it on. Ten yeah, games yeah. left. Start to build to it, right? Yeah, build gotta, to it. You got to be at your peak there. Yeah, build yeah. to it. Maybe rest that last game or two, mm-hmm. right? If you're already in and your spot's already locked up, you're not doing anything for your team at that point. Rest a game or two. Stay active in practice. Stay active and shoot around during the day. But yeah. Who do you think is the most important guy on the Raptors for this playoff run? Uh, Kawhi, obviously, but... Marcus All plays a huge part. I yeah, think. yeah. The the improvements that our team has made since we got him are just unreal, and I think it, he he's very. He's, critical. he's a glue guy. Yeah, he keeps yeah. it all together. Yeah. yeah, very critical in all yeah. the series to come. I think um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how Spicy P plays. Agree. Um, because he's so good during the regular season. Kawhi's out for a game. Spicy P's putting up thirty plus. Right, yeah. like. He's yep. he's that guy. He's our number two now. So it, it's gonna be really interesting to see him um, from a guy who's been there as a number one guy on that team in the playoffs in runs. It's gonna be really interesting to see Kyle. I think like the Raps are kind Man, of an I anomaly. Think, I think Kyle is huge. Like, I think Kyle Kyle's in sync huge. From downtown. Definitely, that's Definitely. massive. Yep. Um, that but team goes down I think down. Nick Nurse too. Honestly, like from another standpoint, I think it's so important to see. This is first year head coach yeah. for the playoffs. I think that as long as his system and his like game and his players are playing that game that they know, I think that we're fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a player who doesn't get talked about much, who is very important, is Danny Green. Danny Green for is sure. so important for this one because he's won it before. He's a vet. He can shoot. Like so. He can shoot well, and he so. can play good D. Like he's yeah, he's yeah. a three and D guy that like he's the one piece we need and we lacked. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's huge. Well, he's a three yeah. and D guy that is also has such experience and has been there yeah. and won it before. Yeah. And he can like that's one of those guys I feel that like even though he's not your best player, even though he's not like your franchise player, that guy, he's one of those leaders. Yeah, you got to keep him around for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like a Bosch to Miami to LeBron's Miami. Yeah, right? yeah, he's that piece. Yeah, the later yeah. years of Bosch in Miami, like yeah, yeah. Bosch going to Miami was still like Bosch yeah. was an elite player, later, right? But as he got a little older and started getting some injuries and whatnot, he obviously had to uh, drop a little bit. Yeah, sure. Sure. but um, anything else, Leafy? 
Yeah. Chev? No. Um, it was a great podcast. Thank you, Thanks. host and co-host. Yeah, man. I met Alif today for the first <laughs> today, time. Yeah. We're already dogs. You're a pretty chill guy. <laughs> uh, I just thought of that Dalia joke. The uh, did you watch that one? The half hour from comedians. Yeah, in the world? I did. I did. It's like co-host. Like I'm also a host. Uh, <laughs> I could do this if he wasn't here. Yeah. I could do this if he wasn't here. That's me. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. that's Levy. <laughs> um, thanks for coming, Chef. Thanks for chatting. Uh, Thank Levy, you, Louis, our wonderful host. Yeah. A round of applause, <laughs> uh, Levy. As always, we're overdub um, all these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, add it in. It just adds so much more. Just like Luke, this, Luke explosions, this like a thousand explosions. It's gonna be like pyro in the back. I'm gonna have like other people coming in and being like, "We love you." Yeah, and now we're gonna open it up to our live audience. Yeah. Um, anything, Dad? Leaf. I'm just excited to go to the thousands outside of the studio. Of course. Uh, chatting with friends, episode four. Thank you, Chev. Bye.